You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Welcome back into the show. Happy Tuesday to everybody out there, and good morning. A lot to get to today. Monday night, Monday night football. Excuse me. The doubleheader is completed. It was a great two games. Well, I wouldn't say great two games. There were two games. <laughs> one blowout. One pretty darn close to a blowout. In the Bills and the Eagles, we'll talk about that a little bit. And then we'll also uh, just recap a few things in the NFL, look ahead a little bit in the NFL. Week three is tough, 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 tough. Um, Again, steadypicks.com. It's completely free to sign up. So go ahead and sign up today. Also on Twitter, at GetSteadyPicks and at SteadyPicks underscore Tom is where you can find me on the Twitter machine. Didn't stay up for the whole Eagles game. Couldn't make it. We do this show very, very early it's 5.15 right now. We do the show very early in the morning. By design. We want to get this out. When people wake up and they're getting into work, it's already posted. And they can listen to it on the way to the office, to their job, to have their coffee, whatever whatever you do in the morning. So that's why we get up. I get up early and I do this show. Does that come with a price sometimes? Yeah. You can't stay up late and watch any of the primetime games or else you'll be dead the next day. And the whole entire next day will just be a, a wash, which obviously we, you know, I don't want. Got to be productive today. Anyway, a couple of big things last night, a couple of big takeaways. The Buffalo Bills continue to just shine like they are just incredible. They just shine. I can't believe how good they look. And I just wonder when it's going to come crashing down. It has to, right? At some point this year, it's got to it's got to come back to earth. Are they too good early and then they kind of slip away when they get closer to the playoffs? I don't know. Something's got to give, though. Philadelphia Eagles, 24-7. First half was a clinic from Jalen Hurts and company. Just an absolute clinic. Defense was excellent as well. Really nothing bad. You can you can wonder what happened in the second half as they really didn't score or do anything. Um you know, so you can have your question marks about that. 
but the Vikings defense, they're, they're no slouches. So, um, you know, it's not easy to just run up and down the field on the Vikings defense. Although that's exactly what they did in the first half. I mean, that first drive of the game, I was watching and, you know, I texted a couple buddies. I said, was that, was that the single best drive you've ever seen or what? Like, I truly sat there and thought to myself, wow, that was one of the best drives. Like, full field, driving the ball, not just picking up one, you know, huge chunk yard, just driving the ball down the field. Play after play after play after play, run, pass, run, pass. So was that the best drive you ever saw? That's up there for me. Fantastic. Just from a play calling and an execution perspective. Maybe it doesn't check the boxes on the exciting factor, but um, you know, from a play calling, execution, being where you're supposed to be, yeah. Just a fantastic drive. What does this mean for the Eagles moving forward? Does this upgrade, you know, their outlook on the season a little bit? People, you know, mostly had them winning the division. Of course, I have the Giants to win the division. Both teams are, yes, 2-0. and um, Eagles, clear front runners from the division at this point. And it will be theirs to lose. I do believe Giants will be close behind. Cowboys will be in the mix, I'm sure, regardless of what happens with Dak. Cooper Rush actually played pretty excellent, so we will see, but NFC East is an absolute disaster. Um. Okay. Couple of week two numbers that we like to look at. My numbers for week two. Who was really good? Who was really bad? So these are based on, this is my model for quarterbacks. Based on about six or seven different places to pull data from. Combine them all together, we run them through the work that I do, and it spits out kind of my grade on these guys, my ranking on the quarterbacks, if you will. For week two, uh, a couple of guys at the very tippy top of this list. Aaron Rodgers was up there for me. Tua, believe it or not, was up there for me. As far as week two, just week two is concerned. Jacoby Brissett was actually up there for me. If you could believe that. I had Joe Flacco playing an excellent game. Tom Brady, excellent game. Trevor Lawrence, Lamar Jackson. Very good. Kind of rounds out the top. Um, surprises for this week. Um, 
Mahomes, Russell Wilson, kind of, and Justin Herbert even, kind of just meh, middle of the pack. Again, they play great games. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm just talking strictly the numbers. A lot of the influence there is you know turnover worthy plays from PFF. I do like to look at the drop percentages, although that really comes out of what they've done rather than, you know, going into the number. It kind of comes out because if you're dropping, your wide receivers are dropping wide open passes, it's no good. Big time throws from PFF, another one that we use. EPA, expected points added, DVOA is thrown in here couple of the big ones you've heard of all kind of get tossed together and I come up with a number which I think is pretty interesting actually the way that I do it um not the most you know I'm not building this from the ground up mining data right off NFL's website or whatever but um I still think it's it's very very nice to kind of just at a snapshot look some of the guys that were really bad. Let's get to the bad guys. Mac Jones I had pretty horrible this week. Matt Ryan I had terrible. The worst, though, is Jameis Winston, um, who was just, just terrible. Right? Just terrible. Was sacked six times. Just horrible. Baker Mayfield, Justin Fields, all kind of towards the bottom there. The one guy I'll say I've been so disappointed with from a numbers perspective this year is Derek Carr, man. He has been horrible from a numbers perspective. And your eyeballs will tell you that too. But man, has he been been tough. It's been tough, tough riding with him. At least from the advanced numbers, you know? Like, I think the advanced numbers look worse than maybe your eyeballs would think for for the Raiders, but I'm definitely looking to kind of fade them. Going forward, and I'm really looking to fade Carson Wentz, too, in the, in the Commanders. I don't know, what, like, this is the perfect storm where people see, start to think that, you know, Carson Wentz actually has got some stuff left. He's terrible, and we'll look to, to go against that. So that's that. Uh, just a couple quick updates on the, on the quarterback situation. Um, as we head into week three, week three is tough. I don't know what I'm going to do for the pick em which uh, we went 3-2 and two last week, 3-2 and two the week before, so we're 6 for 10. That's good for like 700th place out of out of that group, 600, 600 something like that. Uh, let's see exactly. We are do, 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 uh, 784. That's where we sit today. Punch of nine win teams, a uh, couple of ten win teams up towards the top. Here's 
handful of people that were five and five used to skip week on week two. That's fine. I know we talked about potentially doing that, but I'm happy to come away with the, the three and two. Very, very happy to do so. Over on Survivor, how about this? 5,109 remaining contestants. Just over 13,000 started. So we are well under 50% remaining. Uh, Distribution of picks, we went over that yesterday with these interesting stuff, man. Broncos were obviously the big the big favorite. They almost went down. If they had gone down, it would have been absolute carnage. That's who we were on. Um, and we'll look for week three. The early look ahead for week three on these, man, I have no idea what we're going to do. Can I skip a week in Survivor? Because I probably, I, I can tell you I would here. A couple of the biggest favorites. I don't want to get too far into this, but just a couple of the biggest favorites. Uh, on the board, the Chargers at home against the Jaguars. That's likely where most people are going. I don't think, I don't think we used a lot of Chargers because they played the Chiefs last in Week Two, and who did they play in Week One? They played the Raiders. So pretty much nobody has used the Chargers. So that's going to be a monstrous pick is the Chargers. They're seven-point favorites. They're the biggest favorite on the board. Five-and-a-half-point favorites are the Buffalo Bills on the road against the Dolphins. Do you really want anything to do with that? I know how good Buffalo looked, but it will not last forever, and eventually it's going to come to a loss. And it's going to be okay. It's not going to mean they're they're not as good of a team as we thought or whatever, but they are going to lose a game at some point here, right? They are way too high to not. So there's that one. You can take the Bills on the road. Um, You want the Cleveland Browns laying five at home against the Steelers? You want that? No? No takers? Yeah, I don't think so either. You want to play the Bengals on the road, four and a half point favorites against the Jets? You want to play the Bengals? Yeah, no, no, okay. Chiefs on the road, six and a half point favorites against the Colts. Is that what you want to do? I don't know. Nobody took them. Nobody took the Chiefs in week two. Uh, Did we have a lot of Chiefs in week one? A couple, but it was 2% of entries, so not very many. So you're going to have the Chiefs probably take some 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 picks here against the Colts who looked horrible, but do you really like? Do you really want to count the, the Colts out like that? God, I don't know. We already did the Chargers. Yeah. The next biggest favorite is like the Rams laying four against the Cardinals on the road in Arizona. I'm definitely not picking that. I'll tell you that much. Um, I have no idea what we're going to do. At first glance, 
if you made me pick right now, I think I did this yesterday. I don't even remember who I said yesterday. And that's why this is so uh, interesting because every day is kind of a different story. If you made me pick somebody right now, I'm probably taking the Buffalo Bills. I don't really want to use the Bills this early because we're starting to use up some good teams here. Um, and I, I just don't want to get caught where I'm yeah, taking a lot of good teams. I think we did a good job so far anyway. You know, the Colts we got rid of, that's fine. The Broncos, that was the best spot to use them, remember, outside of maybe three weeks the whole rest of the season. So I know they're supposed to be a good team, whatever. I don't mind using them. The Bills, on the other hand, they, they're going to be tough to burn in week three. From a plus EV perspective, that's definitely not the play to take, I would think. My guess is if my guess is if is that the the, the three teams that are gonna catch and did we look at the Bills? What did the Bills uh to do? Buffalo Bills, where are you? So the Bills had some picks. They so they haven't really had many many picks in Survivor either. So I think between the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Chargers, you are going to get an overwhelming majority of the money on those three games this week. So if you can find a way to avoid using them, if you can convince yourself that the Cleveland Browns can beat the Pittsburgh Steelers at home on Thursday night, (laughs) maybe there's a play there for you. But I would just think if you can find a way to not play the Chiefs, the Bills, or the Chargers, you might be looking really good. Because I'm sure the Chargers as seven-point favorites are going to be a majority of what's remaining picking them. Uh, I'm sure. And I'll be curious to, to just do some math on this because I just don't think that's going to be a plus EV spot to be in to take the Chargers right now with everybody else. And there's 5,000 people remaining. It's not time to start playing the fade game and, and hope that you know teams lose here, but you don't really want to be on the side that I think literally 40% of the survivor pool is going to be on. Yeah, 40 might be a bit bold. You might see 23, 25% on them, which is, you know, which is a lot. Denver Broncos-esque of this week. LA Rams of this week. That sort of thing. Um, Who do the Rams play, by the way? Oh, that's right. Four-point favorites on the road against the Cardinals. So I don't know. We'll keep you posted on that. Um, Survivor is just the most fun thing to do right now. Again, if you got knocked out, there is a second entry, a second chance. Um, lobby on DraftKings, hundred bucks. Highly recommend you take a shot at that, man. Highly recommend it. It is so much fun. 
it's so much fun to strategize and kind of think about this. And of course, we'll be talking about it on the show for as long as I'm a, a, around. And even after that, we'll continue talking about about it a little bit. Um, but I'll I'll be in the second chance survivor pool, even though I didn't get knocked out of the in the in the first place. But um, it'll be nice to just play with another another entry. Um, okay. Tennis picks for us to wrap up the show here. Uh, we're owing two on the tennis picks we gave out yesterday. Astra Sharma loses seven, five, seven, five. Dolma Golfi loses two set tie breaks. Seven, five and seven, three in the tie break scores, but obviously seven, six to Navarro. So Dama Golfi goes down yesterday. Um, two picks that we felt pretty good about and just didn't get home for us. And was just a bit, you know, coin toss. We lost the coin toss kind of a thing. You know, to lose two sets in tie breaks is just uh, brutal. Brutal. So today we've got Eugene Bouchard. That'll be starting momentarily. Jeannie Bouchard. Uh, Reka Luka Yanni, that price is down a good bit. We bet at minus 105. That's down to minus 120. I'd still play it there. Ludmilla Samsonova, minus 135, down to as low as minus 155. Um, yeah. not. I don't know if I'm playing it there, but we really had to beat on, on Samsonova's price. Uh, Kinwen Zhang is a new bet that I've made today against Paula Bedosa, minus 120 over on MGM. Uh, Paula Bedosa, tough name to bet against, but not particularly good lately. I think Quinn Wenzang can can figure this out. And then um, we did make one other bet. What, who, do we, who else do we have here? Hmm. Stand by. We made one other. I didn't put it in. No, you know what? That's the only one we made. That is the only one we made. We gotta be, gotta be a little selective here. So that's the only one we made. Um, Ken Wenzang minus one twenty. As far as the whole season long football thing goes with Ricky on on Happy Hour, uh, we end up losing point two units uh, in week two. So I think we're down two full units now in the NFL season. Betting the NFL is tough. Not a big deal. There's plenty of game left. We got two tickets in already that, that we like. Green Bay plus three, I think, is going to end up being a very nice ticket. And the LA Rams, minus three and a half, we're already on the right side of that. So uh, we'll just continue to keep our head down. The closing line value in the NFL has been excellent. And... um as you know, that's a key indicator for success. And so we'll keep doing what we're doing. And we'll get it turned around. No doubt about it. And again, none of it matters if we can win the Pick'em Contest or Survivor. Win Survivor. None of it matters if we can cash in the Pick'em Contest. That's where a majority of my focus is, 
if you couldn't tell this year. That's why I talk about it a lot on the show. So I am giving the picks that I'm betting on a week-to-week basis, but really my focus is on the handicapping contest and Survivor. That's really where my energy for NFL is going. Outside of that, it's tennis. We got to get back on track on tennis. Very good. Appreciate everybody listening to the show today. At Get Steady Picks on Twitter, at Steady Picks on Instagram, at Steady Picks underscore Tom over on Twitter for me. Some good stuff over there. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Have a good night.